that. We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are and God bless them for that. Right, here we go. Here we go. Energize. This baby hits 88 miles per hour. You're gonna see some serious shit. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is pain 101. The instructor's Casey Jones. Movie. Comic books. Movies based on comic books. Excelsior. Video games. Toys. TV shows. Morph inside. Pro wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> All the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board those comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. Oh, it's everybody's favorite day of the week. It's, uh, we're back with an all-new episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I wanted to let that play. I love that, that opening with the sweet, um, heavy metal SWAT cats clip. Uh, but we're back again. Uh, the whole family's here. And it is, uh, once again, everybody's favorite day. We're back with an all-new episode. Um, it's, it's Wednesday again. I'm doing this again. This is my new tradition. <laughs> Yep, that was Scott Cox. Um, no, we're we're back. We got a full episode. This one's going to be a controversial one, though. I think. Uh, Is it really? I think it. I think it will be. I think we're going to have a lot of angry uh, people when we're done. Uh, when we get done talking. Um, well, I think they were angry to start with. Yeah. Uh, I want to give an update. Uh, if you jumped over to our Twitter page, uh, you saw that we ran a poll earlier this week, starting on Monday. We ran a <laughs> we ran a poll. We we rode the poll for a little while. Um, although I want I I do I, I want to um, I want to uh, clarify that we like holes, not polls. But we ran a poll, and it was which was more disappointing, the Game of Thrones finale or WWE's Money in the Bank? Uh, because it seemed like everybody had a really disappointing Sunday for like whatever you chose to watch. On TV, not me. I fucking loved everything. <laughs> Sunday. Fuck everybody. Uh, well, uh, it was it was close, but uh, Money in the Bank edged out Game of Thrones finale. So Money in the Bank was the most disappointing, according to the listeners of the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast. You're all a bunch of morons because my girl Bailey had an awesome night, and it was better than anything Game of Thrones did. I, I really, I, I think it's very much the um, the WrestleMania 31 syndrome. Where people look back on that show fondly, but if Roman Reigns had walked out of 31 as champion, everyone would say it was a fucking awful show. Yeah. Uh, I think if anyone but Brock had won on Sunday, they'd be like, yeah, it was a fine show. I mean, it was, it was you know, it was okay. It wasn't great. It had everything you like, wanted. Like, yeah, I mean. Brock, it was just, well, it's fucking stupid. Because it was. 
The Brock is. I made no. up like 5% of the show. The rest of it was awesome. <laughs> it, 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 well, Seth the, Rollins the, was fantastic. That's one of the best matches I've ever seen. It was fantastic. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, that, that, right. match. Uh, I also want to know if you went to your local uh, Talk Nerdy to Me Yank It store and you got your <laughs> ticket, you got your Talk Nerdy to Me winning ticket uh, as to why we were late starting today. Uh, if your ticket says, and it has to say this, in the following order, talking wrestling, nothing going on, no, no nothing technical wrong, comma, talking wrestling. That's number one. Number two is then Flanagan changed internet connections and I had to restart the stream. You're, you're this week's big winner. So if you send us a picture of your winning ticket, uh, you win... Uh, a replica money in the bank briefcase full of cash. But it's a fake cash. Oh no, it's it's it like uh, yeah, it's, it's real. Uh, estimated retail value eight hundred and thirty six thousand uh, so, dollars. All in pennies. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's like a bunch of ones sticking out of the briefcase, and then it's full of full of nickels. <laughs> so it weighs like it weighs like six hundred pounds. So. Um, it, or, or as I like to call it, one point five Nia Jaxes. So, um, <laughs> if if you have your winning ticket, make sure to send us a photo of it, and then uh, you can you can win the the grand prize. So, uh, but I had to get that out of the way. We did not have a winning ticket last week, I, or I did not mention the winning ticket last week, so there was no winner last week. So, uh, see, I have I've, I've started to write down things in my notebook for uh, like things I I want to make sure that we cover. And first one was Twitter poll recap. Arrow, GOT versus MITB. So we got that done. Two. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Just checking stuff off the list. There's two more things on the list, but we're not there yet. That comes after the first topic in our in our mid our midsection talking stuff. So whatever. So I, I do want to also throw this open to everybody. Uh, we normally don't do this, but uh, and there's very special circumstances for this. For the remainder of the show this week, for for the remainder of this Wednesday, May 22nd, Wednesday show, I'm going to throw it out there. The phone line is open. What, what, what day is it? It's uh, May 22th. Like, is there something that is today? Uh, well, it, it, if you have, you can, you can dial the official Talk Nerdy to Me headquarters telephone number, 270-883-1617. Only if you have nice birthday wishes. If you know which host's birthday it is and you want to just give nothing but nice birthday wishes. Anything else, we will hang up on you. Um, but that's it. So uh, we'll probably hang up on you anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if um if anybody uh you know joins in uh, and if we get you know more people on the live stream, I will repeat that. But uh, the phone line this week is open two seven zero eight eight three sixteen seventeen. If you know which host's birthday it is, and you want to wish, you have good birthday wishes. I'm actually going to put that on the the Facebook post as well, so that uh, people know. Uh, I made the the tip jar, the just the tip club um, post our new pinned post so everybody knows what's up 
That way everybody knows. If you know which host has a birthday. Okay, so they're not listening to uh, Flanagan and Type out loud. No. <laughs> is there anything else to clear up before we start our first topic? No, no, we can jump right into the first topic. Because this is one of uh, Flanagan's favorite topics. Yes. Recurring segment uh, called, what, was we, what do we call it? Nerds are dumb. Yeah, we nerds, hate nerds. Nerds are stupid, and I hate them. There you go. And nerds they smell are funny. Nerds are stupid. Bunch uh, of virgin douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. Our first topic today is a perfect example of why nerds are stupid and we hate them. Um, the growing trend uh, and futileness uh, of, I think that's a word, uh, the futile gesture that is the internet fan petition. Oh, God. Fan uh, petitions are stupid. They never work. And people who sign them are stupid. Hey, Obama did acknowledge the one about building a Death Star, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only good thing I'll say about that or him. There we go. Done. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, finally getting this up our thoughts. So, yeah. uh, second topic for the day. <laughs> yeah, like we're done with that one. That one's easy because no. <laughs> and I, I will say it specifically, and I actually have a, a bit of accompaniment with this. Uh, because yeah. I, I spent a little bit of time prepping this one because I'm super passionate about this one. What really started this was this Game of Thrones petition because yeah. it's it's people. There's apparently a petition that's out there that is to redo the entire final season, and as part of the title, it's give us a new final season of Game of Thrones written by competent writers. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just throw this out here right now. You are completely free to dislike any media, any, any entertainment piece that you want well within your rights. Go ahead and, and dislike anything. But the minute you start saying, well, I don't like it and I want you to redo it to how I like it. You start to sound like Annie Wilkes, and like like this is the, like literally. I went and I found that like this is what you sound like. Like no joke. This is all I could think of. Now that you've gotten rid of that nasty manuscript, you can go back to doing what you're great at. You're gonna write a new novel, your greatest achievement ever, Misery's Return. Misery's Return. I know you didn't mean it when you killed her. And now you'll make it right. It'll be a book in my honor. Yeah, you sound crazy. For saving your life and nursing you back to health. Yeah. Oh, Paul, you're going to make me the envy of the whole world. You just expect me to whip something off, is that it? I expect nothing less than your masterpiece. That's what you sound like. And it sounds crazy. Very nice clip. Right? You like that? I, I like It took me... Like, I, I, I had to specifically pick... The, the perfect one for it because that's literally what it is. It's like, I know that you're the artist and you did what you thought, like, like where the story took you and this and that. Um, but no, fuck it. That's not what I like. Do it again and do it right this time. Like don't be even Annie Wilkes ever. Even oh. the cast of the <laughs> of game of Thrones is coming out to, to support the, the writers and support D and D and, and, and basically, Tell fans to sit down and shut up, uh, which is nice to see. 
because uh, before that, all you got were people putting like you know YouTube clips of here's five minutes of Game of Thrones actors not liking this season. Like, see, they don't like it either. It's not just those guys. And and I'm glad to see some of them coming out and supporting and be like, look, it's over. It's done. That's how it is. Just shut up and get over it. Yeah, and most of those clips about like the actors were like, oh, I wish my character had more screen time or a bigger dick or just more scenes. Like, that's what every actor <laughs> says about every role ever. They want more fucking yep. screen time. I say Suck that about this show. I wish my character on this show had a bigger dick. <laughs> I wish I wish Captain Chris on Talk Nerdy to me had a bigger dick. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we can't all be trapped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Captain Chris has a 12 inch penis. Yes, it's the, the Hulk Hogan argument. Yes, Terry Bollea yeah. has a different size penis than Hulk Hogan. <laughs> God, I love that argument. Well, whenever people start asking for rewrites, and you know, we start getting into fan fiction, that's when we get like Fifty Shades of Grey, it's like. It was started out as fan fiction for Twilight. Like, no, we don't need either one of them. Let's just kill everyone involved. But yeah. you don't get to fucking rewrite. We're talking about Twilight twice in one segment. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, we've been talking about Twilight a lot here lately. I know what's so, going on with us. A lot more of it coming up too. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's like you know, it's not you know the Game of Thrones one is the the most recent one and one of the bigger ones. But there was also a petition to have the Last Jedi expunged from Star Wars yeah. canon. Um, and yeah, there's tons of stupid shit like that, but like, it's never going to happen. What are you doing? Uh, I'm like, you know, what's the point of this? Because petitions like that, that's never going to fucking happen. So the argument everyone always uses for that is, well, I just wanted to, to, uh, express my dislike of this. And I just wanted to go on record is, is, uh, citing that I didn't like that. Like no one fucking asked you. Like yeah. no one cares. What well, if you don't like it? Then don't watch Game of Thrones. Don't buy any of the merchandise. Then quit. Right. Same with like you know Je- uh, uh, Star Wars. You didn't like Last Jedi. Okay, stop going to see Star Wars movies. Right. Like, that's how you cast your vote for support for a franchise or not. Do you want to express Speak your, your opinion? Literally, just go. <laughs> Well, no, and people will care about that as much as we care about your <laughs> dumbass opinion. If you want to express your opinion, do it how everyone did before the internet. Have a discussion with your friends about it. Oh, yeah. wait, most of you don't have fucking friends. Oh, internet, uh, internet. Start petitions. a podcast so we yeah. can all bitch about it. Exactly so, yeah. right. Your opinion, damn right. What you think does not matter unless you talk about it on a podcast. If yeah, you get, get a pod- eight to twelve of your friends <laughs> together in a big circle. Oh God. Uh, Get all the board, each other off, uh, yeah. but but only have one microphone. But it's <laughs> but, omnidirectional, but, so it's fine. Yeah, only you have one stool for you and your friends to sit on. <laughs> you have overturned that well, bar. We stool. only have the one stool. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah it's true. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, I can 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 I throw out DC now? Can, can it be? Can, yeah. can I rant about how much I fucking hate this? Yeah, yeah, be that guy. Do it. I don't, I don't. I don't hate the casting. I've uh, whoa whoa. Gone. How did we get to that? <laughs> Are we, aren't we still talking about petitions? What are yeah, we getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a petition. Okay, okay, okay. There's yeah. a petition. Yeah. To yeah. Replace oh, oh yeah, I know where he's going with this. We're oh, we're, we're, okay, we're okay. still on the same I thought, thing. I thought you were just saying taking a left turn and saying no, oh, no, no, this no, topic. No, no, no. <laughs> and all right, go. What, 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 two weeks ago, we discussed actors out of their element. Yeah, who, like you know, you, or was that just last week? Last week against type. Yeah, it's type. You're out of your you're element, Donnie. Uh, I, I, I feel like Batman is very quickly becoming an out-of-your-element typecast uh, character because DC has Robert Pattinson. And the vast majority of the world knows him as Edward from Twilight. Um, that was a decade ago, and he hated it. 
Like, he genuinely hated it. Like, Lionsgate or whoever put out the movies basically had to give him an injunction to be like, you have to stop trashing the product while you're on the media tour we're paying you to be on. But no. He was Daniel fucking... Craig before Daniel Craig, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the fucking nerds on the internet, and I think it was up to something like 700,000 signatures, want Robert Pattinson gone. We want Robert Pattinson gone. No one liked the idea of Michael Keaton being Batman. No one really, like, there were a lot of unhappy people when they cast Chris Evans. Like, everybody loved Val Kilmer as Batman, though. I did. Everyone loves Val Kilmer in general. True story. (laughs) I mean, fuck off. There's not a single piece of film. There's not even a script. There's nothing. You're constantly bitching about stupidity, and I hate all of you. (laughs) They need to file a petition to to get rid of fucking Ruby Rose and Batwoman. God damn. Can you cancel a show after just a trailer? (laughs) (laughs) Can we get a petition to remove all other petitions? Yes, I will sign that petition. Because that's the petition I want, like a petition to outlaw petitions, because nine times out of ten, yeah, it's either someone jumping the gun because they hear something and they're like, well, I hate that. Or they're, they're, they, they think that they can do so much better, even though uh, you know they're, the, the, the biggest problem that they have during the day is is uh, they forgot to supersize the person's fries, and now the person's upset. Um, and your mom didn't heat up dinner when you came home. So, <laughs> like, you... The, I, and we say this all the time. The best part about the internet is it gives everybody a voice. And it lets everybody express themselves and be able to uh, access unlimited information. The worst part about the internet is it gives everybody a voice. <laughs> because 90% of the people that actually use the internet to express their opinion, their opinion is dumb shit. Yeah, like, yeah, just first of you, all, your opinion is like, let's, let, let's let the movie know. come out before we lambast the casting. Yeah. Uh, because the fans had their way, like you said, yeah, Michael Keaton would never, would never have been Batman. Uh, Heath Ledger would never have been the Joker. Uh, just shut the fuck up and, and, and see, you know, just watch and see what happens. If there's, we could go on all day about people who like they cast this person and people didn't think it would work and it did. Like that's that's how Hollywood works. We cast people for their acting ability, not the last role they were known for. Just shut up and see what happens. Uh, same with the Ruby Rose TV show. Just watch. Just just see what happens. Uh, no, I refuse. That trailer was god awful. That's fine. I didn't think she was that great in the uh, crossover thing either, but it's happening anyway. So I'll watch the first episode and judge it from that. But uh, no, like that's those are the petitions that really piss me off. Is like fans who think they can stop something from happening like that. Like it's one the 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 remake this thing and the expunge that from canon stuff. Like that's just that's that's stupid. And I think people know it's never going to happen. They're deciding it to like have their you know to to have their uh, um, opinion uh, counted with everybody else. But stuff like this where it's like oh no we need to stop the production of this or we need to stop the casting of that or like those kind of things are the ones that really piss me off. I'm like. Just let them do their thing and then judge it on how it is. Listen, I understand that the contracts are, are, are legally binding and already signed. And I know that they're – I understand that they're already filed. However, Robert Pattinson as Batman is just offensive to me and nerds everywhere. So by signing this petition, you must stop this post-haste. 
sincerely, some dumb fucking nerd. That's what it sounds like. That's what your stupid petition sounds like. If you want to stop like a movie from being made like this, go become a Saudi prince, give somebody a billion dollars, and make it yourself. And then Take Shawn up. Michaels will wrestle for you. Yeah. yeah. You can pull Goldberg. You can do whatever you want. Get to raise the money, you have your own fucking show. Uh... This is, and I do want to point out, there have been some petitions that have actually done some good. Not necessarily in the world of nerds, uh, but for stuff as simple as there was a petition uh, in Florida um, to have guardrails placed up by the highway on certain areas so that people who crashed didn't end up drowning because apparently that was a problem because Florida. Yeah, uh, that's all you need to say. petition worked. Because Florida. <laughs> because Florida's Florida. like its own fucking planet. Gosh, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> Remember when the joke was at some point California is going to break off into the ocean? Why can't Florida just break off into the ocean? <laughs> it's the penis of America. We it really is. It's almost like we have to make a deal. Like you can have Florida, but you got to take Florida, or you can have California, but you got to take Florida too. Yeah, like it's a package deal. <laughs> uh, but the thing you have to look for with these petitions is 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 first of all, is this something likely to happen or not? So something like. Take the Star Wars IP away from EA. I can get behind that sentiment, yeah. But signing a petition is not going to help that at all. No, um, your money is the way to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, sometimes the petition is more about raising awareness for a cause or raising funds for a cause than it is about actually like the petition actually being like a thing. Um, and the two things to look for really are who is it directed towards. So, for example, the remake of Game of Thrones thing. Who exactly is that petition being sent to? Because, quote, HBO, unquote, is not an address no. or a person or a thing. Like, who specifically is this supposed to go to? If it's like, we're sending it to Senator so-and-so to get this thing changed. Or we're sending it to uh, whatever, uh, executive VP of whatever company. Like, something like that. Okay, we're sending it to a specific person. And number two, can that person actually affect the change you want to have happen? So we're sending George Lucas uh, a petition. To rewrite episode seven because we all hated it. Uh, okay. Why don't you have George Lucas fucking write it? Exactly. Yeah, really? He doesn't well, learn anymore. X in the world, we could write it better than George Lucas. Yeah, dear uh, home BO, please change the entire season. I know you spent a billion dollars on it, but please just on a whim go ahead and redo it. Because half a million dumb idiots. Here's the thing you know, the guy that started that doesn't have kids. Because. <laughs> Because, because, like, the, he's literally being that whiny kid in the toy store that's like, I want this, I want this, and, like, expecting the parents to be like, yeah, okay, cool, we'll just do, like, spend an unlimited amount of money or do whatever, like, and we'll just give in to terrorists. Just to shut you up. Yeah, no, yeah. Americans don't give in to terrorists, and that's a terroristic act. <laughs> I, 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 I love Fucking the fact virgin. That, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fact that, like, all these people are like, no, no. We'll, we'll get the we'll get like competent writers to come in. No, competent writers will do it. And competent writers, competent directors, competent writers, and it's like you understand that like most of these actors contract to do something else. So, like, it's not like they're no, just like sit up on their thumb up their asses, but like premise of like the the petitions that bring back TV shows. It's like we want to bring back The Office. It's like really you're not going to get John Krasinski, Rain Wilson, Jenna Fisher, or Michael or. Uh, Steve Carell, like so. You Michael Scott, on. yeah, he's, he's yeah. at it. Yeah. No, listen. <laughs> unless they start rolling cameras on the Meg Two, I'm pretty sure Rain Wilson's open. 
pretty sure he's well, his he calendar. <laughs> yeah, he should have. Should have killed his career. And I don't care what Commander Scott says. A Star Trek series starring Anson Mount as Captain Pike on the Enterprise is just never going to get greenlit, no matter how many signatures you get. But I, I did like it. Anson Mount, though. <laughs> uh, that would be an awesome show, but it's never going to happen because that would be an awesome show. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's how Star funny. Trek works now. Yep. Take the thing that would be awesome and do the opposite. Uh, but one last thing with the Game of Thrones thing, uh, and one last thing in general is is put your petition in perspective. So yes, the Game of Thrones remake season eight thing has a million people who have signed it. Nineteen point three million people watched the episode. <laughs> one million signed the petition. Let me crunch some numbers. Carry the uh, divide yeah, by five percent of the uh, audience. Wow, well wants done. To remake it. Yeah. Yeah, I just. I, I get it that like if you're fr- you're frustrated and you know you need an outlet for your your upsetness, but wasting everybody's time with a petition. We got more important things to talk about. They're bringing back new Coke. I don't have time to talk about your bullshit petition. That's never going to go yeah. anywhere anyway. Your frustrations, just I don't know, like become an alcoholic, kick a dog, I don't know, do something else besides wasting everybody else's fucking time. Listen, just scroll through Tinder and jerk it in a tube sock and just go take a nap. <laughs> it's a better use of your time than putting in a stupid petition about redo an entire season of one of the most expensive TV shows in the history of television. You damn dummy. Yeah. Drink a you, bullet, you, stupid. You, 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 in short, we'll just say petitions. <laughs> yeah, your petition is stupid, and you're stupid, and they never, ever work. You just really like signing stuff? I've got some uh, land in Florida I'd like <laughs> to offer you. If you want to sign stuff, <laughs> go ahead and start signing some checks to me. In closing, uh, Kushida for 24-7 champion. <laughs> <laughs> that damn ugly-ass belt. How long until a fan tries to uh, attack somebody? Because you know this, it's open. This weekend at a house show. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's gonna be on Instagram Live. Like Archer's <clears throat> gonna be beating the shit out of some guy at a Seven Eleven. Damn you, John Cena! <laughs> Nobody's taking my European Championship away from me. He's gold in that. I love it. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I just I just got so upset by that stupid and and John that picture you sent was was friggin' genius where it was I think it was that tweet where it was like anybody who's bitching about how Game of Thrones ended obviously didn't see Dexter leave his child with a known serial killer and drive with his dead sister into a hurricane only to become a lumberjack. <laughs> the sister's dead body. Yeah. On the boat. Gosh, like all oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what a bad and and it was just so perfect that uh, you know our show last week was talking about disappointing and really good series finales right before the game of and you know what you know what I love also by the way is the Game of Thrones finale just dwarfed any and all talk about the end of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, like nobody apparently gives a shit about the Big Bang Theory because they were all gearing up for Game of Thrones, and that like nobody, nobody is talking like the, with the the hour after Big Bang Theory ended, it was it was trending on Twitter, and then it stopped, and then Game Game of Thrones talk just started 
it just took its place. And so Big Bang Theory kind of just got squashed underneath the Game of Thrones emotion. Well, that's what happens when you end a show on top versus two or three seasons after it should have ended. Yeah. Which uh, also shout out to a dear friend of the show, Jason Alexander, for uh, tweeting at the Game of Thrones cast about a series finale and uh, fan uproar. If you go to his Twitter, uh, you can see him tweet about um, what happens when you end a series and the fans don't like it. <laughs> so, well, um, Game of Thrones finale wasn't even terrible. Like, no, that's the thing that everyone's <laughs> like it, it. It really was not. It was probably one of the better episodes of the season. I think yeah, uh, it was really good. I think people were just pissed about the episode before. Yeah, and it just kind of carried it. over. Like it, it just kind of carried over onto the next one. Like this could easily fall into another uh, why headcanon is ruining fandom thing because yeah. that's, that's all this last season of Game of Thrones was. Is well, that's not what I wanted to happen, so I don't like it. Hey, fans, that's not how I wanted it to happen, so I don't like it. Stop ruining things. Just stop, stop being. Like, like everybody's just shut up and let people like things. Yeah, like everybody's just so negative about everything. Like it's okay. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say something that I think more people need to hear. It's okay to like things even if other people don't. It's shocking, I know, but like, you can like things even if it's an unpopular thing to like. Nope, not allowed. <laughs> Group think or Any, nothing. Even if you don't like the ending, you can still enjoy yeah. the journey you went on to get there. Yeah. I have yet to see anyone dumping out their uh, uh, box sets of seasons one through seven of Game of Thrones because they hated the ending of season eight. Just like, yeah, I haven't seen anybody posting like laser removal of all their Game of Thrones <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> no, it's like uh, it's like in Sons it's of Anarchy. More. You have to get it burned off. Like you have to get chained up and have your tattoos burned off if you've got Game of Thrones stuff and you don't want it anymore. Unless the top uh, legal story was the number of people trying to rename, uh, get their kids' names changed because they don't want them to be named, you know, Danny or Denarius anymore. <laughs> Should have known better, you fucking idiots. <sighs> yep. Yeah, it's yep. okay to like things. It's okay to like things, and even if, uh, you know, even if it's an unpopular thing and other people don't like it, guess what? It's okay to be excited about stuff and to look forward to things and to just be happy about things. Like, you don't have to just be angry and unhappy about everything. And hey, if you're angry, there's plenty of people who are too. Go yeah. find a chat room or, mm -hmm. you know, better yet, find a friend in real life, uh, uh, grab a beer and bitch about it. Yeah. And just get it out of your system and then just, just let it be. Yeah. Don't sign a stupid petition that's no. not going to get anything done. Nope. That's never going to achieve its goal. Nope. It's just going to clog up actual petitions that could affect change. Yeah. Uh, with your stupid, I don't like this thing, make it better, I don't like it, crap. There's only, the, like, there, there, there's one really, really good reason to be angry at a, a an entertainment piece. And um, I think we need a, a five-star celebrity weigh in on this the only time that it's okay to be angry at something 
Um, you can expect from Chingu all the ways a hilarious movie, <laughs> a movie where they will be able to laugh from the beginning to the end. Right here. It will be great because I can't get it. Yeah. Right now. See it and says, I'm so angry that I can't get another ticket right away because I want to see it a second time. And there's a long line here. That's okay to be angry if you want another ticket and there's a long line for Jingle All the Way. But just remember, like, if you're so angry about Jingle All the Way yeah. and you go to dropkick Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> yeah, don't do, do it with better form. Yeah. Gosh. Just don't be a little pussy like yeah. that guy in South Africa. If you're going to dropkick him, dropkick him to his face. Don't ah. sneak up behind him and 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 be a be a pussy and drop kick him in the back because it's gonna be like a fly landed on him. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Shooting no, if you do want right poor Arnold, if you do want to bitch about something, just come find me. We'll have a couple beers, and then I'll kick the shit out of you in the yeah. parking lot, and life will be good again. Yeah, <laughs> that is what we like to call a win-win situation. It is also what we like in the business to call a victimless crime. It's like punching someone in the dark or going to get a beer with Julian and bitching about something. A victimless crime. That's all it is. Oh, God. Uh, well, thank you for indulging me with the, the talk about fan petitions and how stupid they are. And It needed to be said, man. It some, needed to be said. I agree there are some petitions that really do matter and do make a difference but when it comes to changing and reforming entertainment pieces to your whims don't form a petition because we're gonna hate you and it's not gonna work and it's just gonna waste your time and everybody's gonna call you stupid you give us nerds a bad name but you know what nerds give nerds a good name are the members of the just the tip club Hey! Yeah. For as little as one American dollar, you can support the show, help us grow, help us run more contests with better prizes, get more celebrity guests, do more live shows, and there's even something tangible in it for you. Do you guys remember the episode where we interviewed Robert England? Yeah. Do you remember the episode where we talked to dear friend of the show, Ray Parker Jr.? Because you can relive all of those moments, plus more. Remember when we uh, had a live show where we had a Q&A with uh, Haunted Ween director Doug Robertson? I don't know how it's my career. How great that was. You can access all of those shows, plus more. Every episode we've ever had, plus all the special episodes included with every Just the Tip membership. Even if all you donate is a dollar, guess what? You're going to get a special RSS feed that you can plug into your podcast player of choice or any web browser. And you get 200 plus episodes of Talk Nerdy to Me that go way, way back to 2015. The entire archive where you can have all of the episodes that we've talked about, our live shows, everything, all of the live from conventions, all of that, everything that we've ever put on, all the special episodes, all of the uh, Who Would Wins, all of the um, uh, the special, the hidden gems that uh, Commander Scott and I did, 
all of these episodes, everything. There's 203, 204 episodes that you can get immediate, instant access to that will never be taken away from you for as little as $1. A lot for a dollar. Right? I mean, it's it's a hell of a value. We're giving you bonus episodes every month if you have a subscription because the way that the tip jar works, we took away our Patreon. Patreon was was making everything confusing. It was hurting the customer. It was hurting us. We had to we had to protect it from itself. So we just cut ties with Patreon. But our new tip jar has two different options. You can do a one time donation. You can do a subscription monthly. If you'd want to opt for a monthly subscription, in addition to our eternal thanks, you get bonus episodes every month, in addition to the special RSS feed with our entire archive. We can't make it any easier for you to give you as much content as we legally are allowed to in 38 states. It's illegal in Missouri to give you any more content than that. So we have to keep it at that at that maximum that's the ceiling that we have to provide or that we're allowed to provide because in that's you know 38 states it's okay there's no limits but the rest of them mm -mm. 12 states are just are they're anti-content so we have it maxed out but we go to the max for you and that's two x's just like in saved by the bell because we care about you we have some great episodes on there. You can go back to Beer for My Koran is on there. <laughs> great episode. We talked to the guy from um, uh, Gary Morgenstein who wrote, uh, who was one of the creative forces behind Sharknado. I mean, we have a bunch of really good episodes in there. And uh, all the Is It Just Us or? Uh, you want to go back and relive uh, Stephen King? Uh, and his yeah, that Halloween Q and A is a good like forty five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, and and so if you weren't able to make it to that live, you can. I mean, we we literally can't make it cheaper than a dollar, so that's what we do for you. And if you're wondering, you know, is is the is it high quality content? Well, I can only answer you this. Not only is it. 200 plus episodes but it's high quality content like this this week's new submission from our friend across the pond martha reading the classics martha gildner reading the classics i don't know if you guys have side bets on what martha's going to be reading this week but i'm excited this one i, I will give you i'll give you a hint this one's a little bit of a can long I, one can i make a prediction yeah 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 Oh, what was your prediction? The opening speech from Patton. Ooh, that's a good guess. Uh, this one, it's a bit of a I'm long still, one. Yeah, what, what's I'm everybody's open, guess? I'm hoping for uh, the William Wallace freedom speech. Okay, from Braveheart. All right, Coron, what's your guess? Bomb. What? CM Punk. Okay, pipe bomb, CM Punk. All right, well. We're going to see if anybody's right. If if one of you is right, who it is. Uh, let's throw it to our friend. Dear friend. Our dear friend of the show. Reading the classics. Here we go. This week's entry. Good evening. And welcome to another episode of Martha Gildner Quotes the Classics. With your host, Martha Gildner. 
What happened? Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into our side, Chief. <laughs> he was coming back from the island of Tinian to Leyte. We just delivered the bomb. The Hiroshima bomb. You know, the big bada boom mushroom cloud. Anyway, you know. 1100 men went into the water. The vessel went down in 12 minutes. I didn't see the first shot for about a half an hour. Tiger, 13 footer. You know how you know that when you're in the water, Chief? You tell by looking from the dorsal of the tail. What well, we didn't know, of course, because our bomb mission had been so secret, no distress signal had been sent. <laughs> they didn't even list us as overdue for a week. Very first light, Chief. Sharks come cruising. So we formed ourselves in tight groups, you know, like, kind of like old squares in battle, like you see on a calendar. Like the Battle of Waterloo. The idea was, shark comes to the nearest man, then he'd start pounding and hollering and screaming, and sometimes the shark he'd go away. Sometimes he wouldn't go away. Sometimes that shark he'd look right into your eyes. Right into you. You know the thing about a shark? He's got laughless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eyes. When he comes at you, he doesn't seem to be living. Till he bites you and his black eyes black roll eyes over white. <laughs> and then, huh, then that eye pitched terrible screaming. The ocean turns red in spite of all the pounding and the hollering. They all come in and rip you to pieces. You know, by the end of that first dawn, we'd lost a hundred men. I don't know how many sharks, maybe a thousand. I don't know how many men. They average six an hour. On Thursday morning, Chief, I bumped into a friend of mine, Herbie Robinson from Cleveland. He was a baseball player, Bolson's mate. I thought I was asleep. I reached over to wake him up, bobbed up and down in the water, just like a kind of top. Then he upended. Well, he'd been bitten half below the waist. Noon the fifth day, Mr. Hooper, a Lockheed Ventura saw us. He swung in low and he saw us, young pilot, a lot younger than Mr. Cooper here. Anyway, he saw us and he come in low. Three hours later, a big fat PBY comes down and starts to pick us up. <laughs> you know, that was the time I was most frightened, waiting for my turn. I'll never put on a life jacket again. So, 1100 men went into the water, 316 men come out. Sharks took the rest, June 29th, 1945. Anyway, we delivered the bomb. This has been another episode of Martha Gildner Quotes the Classics with Martha Gildner. Quickly becoming my favorite segment on this show. I've never been so happy to be so wrong. Uh, <laughs> wow. yeah, might be my favorite. That, that was good. Uh, yeah, Martha Gildner with the Quint from Jaws speech, all, apparently also recorded on a boat. Uh, <laughs> the great sounds of being on the ocean. Oh, that salute! I salute Gildner's effort. Yeah, to, uh, really go the extra mile on these. That things. was that was commitment uh, to remotely record from. The orca. I don't think <laughs> anyone would re really get it outside of maybe us. 
Yeah. But I would really love if Martha would do the uh, the fuck you speech from the 25th hour. <laughs> we'll add it to the list. Yeah. Uh, or uh, what was the other one from uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross? Just do the whole Alec Baldwin bit. Yes. <laughs> Coffee <laughs> is for closers. Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. The Christopher, the Christopher Walken uh, watch up his ass thing. <laughs> Pulp yes. Gosh, yeah, this quickly becoming my favorite feature of this show. Martha Gildner quotes the classics. Oh. I love it. I appreciate uh, um, Martha's contribution to the show. And anybody else any who's listening who wants to contribute anything, by all means, send them to iheartstamos at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. Also... If you happen to know which host has a birthday this week, today, <laughs> and you want to uh, wish that host a happy birthday, 270-883-1617, that's all I'm going to say. Anything else, we're going to make fun of you and hang up. But we have, uh, I believe, yes, a main event topic to get to. So we just heard Gildna performing a a, a um, very famous speech from Jaws, uh, and you could debate who did it better: was it Gildna or Robert Shaw? Uh, was it Martha the Gildner? World may never know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but that's a perfect segue to today's topic, uh, which spawns from a joke from last week uh, <laughs> that I'm just going to take way too far because that's what I do. Um, that was not the first uh, occasion of. Uh, Two movies, pretty much the same concept. Uh, it seems to happen quite regularly. Uh, and, and the reasons why are varied in many. Uh, but nonetheless, we're going to do a little round of what I like to call Who Wore It Better? The Movie Edition. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> these are movies that have a strikingly similar concept uh, or central premise. Uh, most of which, like 90% of which, came out within the same year. Um, and we're just basically going to do which one do we think is better. Uh, and I will give you the uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores for each so we can see what uh, the rest of the world seem to think. Um, and I can do this just kind of randomly or I can go by year. Um, let me see what would be first if we go by. Uh, yeah, I would say okay, chronologically here's... would probably be okay, better. Okay. Uh, then here's one. Okay, here we go. Perfect. I was going to save it for last, because this one actually had three movies, but I dropped one of them just to keep it consistent. Um, the year is 1989, and for some friggin' reason, the new trend is alien ripoffs underwater. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, originally, this was going to be three movies. I cut it down to two, but we're going to debate for very quickly, which is better? <laughs> Who? This from James Cameron, or my my uh, I shouldn't say personal favorite because all the bullies movies, but uh, the best of the alien underwater knockoffs, Leviathan, starring Robocop and Ooh. and Winston Zedmore. Yeah, no, those aren't the actors' real names, but fuck you. No, that that is their real names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you had me at Robocop. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like uh, Jack Bauer yeah. plays Kiefer Sutherland in real life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. Um, both released in 1989. There was a third movie that year called Deep Star Six. Same goddamn idea. <laughs> um, 
apparently that was the year of the underwater horror movies. I see uh, that. Anyone want to weigh in and add what, which one they like better? Or why? Uh, I like The Abyss, <laughs> but Leviathan is just so much fucking fun. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Leviathan is just so great because it knows what it is. It is a cheesy, low-budget B-horror movie starring uh, young Koran's dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a joke only two people get <laughs> it's just it's 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 not good but god damn is it fun uh if you've never seen it uh you can get it on blue right now um the scores on that uh might disagree with us uh abyss uh has a critic score of 89 and a, a user score of 83 leviathan criminally has a Critic score of seventeen. Oh, and a user bullshit. a user score of twenty six. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Uh, I did not look up Deep Star Six because that was just bad, like not fun bad, just bad bad. Yeah, just sad bad. Uh, okay, I didn't write these in order, so hold on, I got to skim through and look at yours. I believe Julian's going to have something to say about this next one. Uh oh. Um. Technically different years, but only a few months apart. We have from 93 slash 94, or depending on what website you go to, both 94. Dueling Doc Holidays and Wyatt Earps. We yeah. have Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. Ooh. Wyatt Earp is like the most boring piece of hot fucking garbage I've ever seen. <laughs> that show is fucking stupid. Like the coolest part of that whole movie is when they scroll back and you see the giant pile of buffalo bones. The rest of the movie, like fucking Dennis Quaid is Doc Hot. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd rather watch a like I'd rather watch uh what's her name? Flo from the progressive commercials try and play the character. Like he is fucking just worse than a hernia. Like he's awful. I'd rather watch Randy Quaid be Doc Holiday. Oh absolutely. Yeah, like I think we'd all rather watch sucks. Randy Quaid be pretty much anything. I mean, that's when Kevin Costner was doing like nothing but westerns, and they were basically all terrible. So fuck him, fuck that whole era, and definitely fuck that movie. Nobody gets close to Tombstone. Yeah, I, I do have that. Uh, yeah. I'm your Huckleberry shirt, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> I saw that. It came in the day you. after I took the picture with uh, me and Coran took the picture with Michael Bean and uh, Val Kilmer. So I was very pissed. <laughs> uh well i prefer wider but i'm weird uh and i will say don't worry julian because everyone else agrees with you uh tombstone has a a um critic score of 73 percent and an audience score of 94 wider right. has, has a critic score of 42 uh, and a user score of a 61 so i would give it a user yeah. score of seven <laughs> User score seven. of uh, what's the line? Uh, suck my wrinkled dick. Is that what he says? <laughs> Whatever. Okay, moving on. Sure. No, that movie. Sure. That movie can kiss my left one and make my right one jealous. Isn't that how it? <laughs> isn't that how it is? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on up. Uh, one of the ones that kind of inspired this topic, and one of the yeah. big ones. Uh, 1997. Volcano versus Dante's Peak. Oh, they both suck. Um, same movie, (laughs) same goddamn premise. A volcano goes off in a populated area. Volcano, you have Tommy Lee Jones trying to fight a volcano in Los Angeles. And Dante's Peak, you have James Bond, Pierce Brosnan, and Linda Hamilton, aka Sarah Connor, 
trying to fight one in I don't remember where uh, Colorado Santa Barbara I don't yeah know. someplace <laughs> and the no, I think, I think we're both in California yeah. um God they were both so bad yeah they're both terrible <laughs> they're both like real bad I I would side with Pierce Brosnan just because it's Pierce I Brosnan say, I, but yeah, I want to say the Pierce Brosnan one was only mildly excruciating, while the Tommy Lee Jones one was like hemorrhoid inducing. So yeah, yeah it was let's bad. go with the Bond. I mean, they're both um, terrible. I'm with you guys. Just uh, Dante's Peak actually deals with like the full scale of what happens when a volcano goes off, whereas Volcano is just lava <laughs> everywhere. The floor is lava. That's, <laughs> what the, that's what the movie is. It's a high budget game of the floor is lava. Oh wait, you yeah, might have swayed me to the other side. Talk about like a. Dante Speak talks about like the, the climate change because of all the ash and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. The lake gets turned to acid because yeah. of the sea, uh, sulfur seeping off. Yeah. So like it's, it deals with the full range of what happens when a volcano goes off. And again, volcano is just a high budget game of the floor is lava set in Los Angeles. Yeah. It goes full I hate on. I to say it, but Al it's, Gore. <laughs> I've got to go with a more scientifically accurate movie for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a great interview with Linda Hamilton. I came across a bunch of gems when I was doing research for all this where uh, someone asked her why did she sign on to the movie and she's like, well, I usually get stuck with the Beasts and the Terminators and this one I got to be with uh, Bruce Brosnan. So yeah. that did it for me. You can't, <laughs> like, you can't argue with that. Good for you, Linda Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, why not? Another notch on the belt. Yeah. Uh, okay. This uh, I've got two for this year. There are two different sets of movies for this year. We're going to go with... Um, I'm going to call this one the case of just the most petty of petty assholeness things you can do. Mm-hmm. 1998 ants with a Z <laughs> and a bug's life. Uh. And before we cast your vote, I'll give you a little time to think about that for a second. The only reason ants exist is because uh, a former Disney slash Pixar employee left the company went to a rival animation studio and immediately greenlit green lit and produced ants with the caveat that it had to be out before Bugs Life. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I, I got to cast my vote for A Bug's Life just because uh, P- I still see people reference A Bug's Life and I've never heard of anybody reference ants ever. I love Bugs Life for no other reason than it's a kids animated movie remake of Seven Samurai. <laughs> Literally. It's a village that gets attacked by grasshoppers in this case. Uh, and they have to go out and recruit other warrior bugs to come back and fight them when they accidentally recruit circus bugs instead. It's Seven Samurai with insects. Never seen either one of them. Um, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust you and go with the Bugs Life. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bugs Life, yeah, is is much better by a lot. And I it's, forgot antics well, until you said that. So <laughs> <laughs> What was the premise it's, of Ants then? Like what's the Ants what is it? stars Woody Allen. Uh Ugh, that's all I'm not making this yeah. up. Woody yeah. Allen is a, a worker bug who strives to be more and his buddy is with the soldier ant. Who's played by Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, I'm is that enough? I'm okay, out. okay. Uh, I'm an ant. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm gonna adopt a little Chinese girl and then wait till she's 18 and start uh, fucking her. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, why wait? Uh, 
I'm an ant. There's no such thing as statutory rape for ants. That's basically what that movie is. Nothing but that. Ants got a <laughs> critic score of 93. How? Uh, How? Yeah, How? Stuff, guys. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> what? That's I know you, you can pay off critics. If that's 93%, what? fuck off. What? User score of 52. It's more like it. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, still too high. Yeah, that's uh, still too high. A Bug's Life critic score of 92. So ah, according to the critics, Ants me. is a better movie. Ah. <laughs> uh, I fucking quit this show. Uh, come here, Ants Sun Yi. User score of 72, though. <laughs> 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 critics may have had their heads up their thoraxes, but uh, audiences <laughs> knew what was up. Uh, I'm artistic. <laughs> well, well done. It's the thinking man's bug movie. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. You know, I'm sure we can dig up a critic who said that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's a laugh riot. That's what they said on the cover uh, it's of It's more the... intellectual comedy yeah. about bugs and the meaning of life. Woody uh, Allen does it again. And by that, I mean uh, a child. <laughs> okay, okay, we're done with that. Let's move it on. Uh, also, from 1998, because, man, it was the year of the ripoff movies. Yeah. Um. Uh, and this one I'll be interested to see um, um, reactions to. We had it was the year of the the world's gonna end. I, via I was waiting for this one. Deep yes. impact. Yep. Deep impact versus Armageddon. All right. Ugh. I'm gonna make a pitch right now. Okay. I'm gonna make a pitch. I'm not gonna tell you which one I'm gonna vote for, but there's one movie in particular <laughs> that not only <laughs> that not only gave us action. Adventure, <laughs> 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 but gave us the world anthem and Aerosmith singing what was going on inside of our hearts at the time. <laughs> this fight starts and stops with Armageddon, people. Just soak it in. Hey, hey, every moment spent with you. Is a moment I treasure. Here it comes. Here it comes. Grab the person next to you. See you now, people. Close my eyes. Grab the person next to you. Look deep into their eyes. <laughs> tell them you love them. And tell them. Because you never know. Tomorrow, an asteroid that's to Texas can kill us all. Yes, and it might be easier to teach a drill team how to be astronauts than astronauts how to use a drill. You never know. <laughs> Julia and I have the looks on our faces. I hope you're swaying back yeah, and forth. I have a lighter up in the air, man. <laughs> I've I've got a pistol swaying back and forth, <laughs> trying to take aim on you two assholes. I'm not I'm not trying to sway anybody's <laughs> vote with that, but I'm just saying. No, uh, Armageddon all fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't think I've ever even seen Deep Impact, but it wins by default. Because <laughs> you fuck Aerosmith, fuck Ben Affleck, and fuck Bruce Willis. How about that? Is it just because Steve of was the only good part of that movie? Was also called Deep Impact. Is that? <laughs> yeah, Steve Buscemi was the only good part of that whole movie. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, 
Yeah, fucking Billy Bob and Liv Tyler and Michael Clark Duncan. Like, you had this amazing cast, and it's basically like days of our lives in space. It's so fucking lame. Uh, Look, Deep Impact, I would give points for being much more scientifically accurate. uh, And it also had Morgan Freeman as the president, I believe. Um, So, hey, points for that. I think it's got Elijah Wood running around from stuff, too. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, But no, dude, uh, Armageddon is a check your brain at the door. Um, one of Michael Bay's best movies, and that's yeah. saying a lot. Yeah. Well, Armageddon I mean, was like Titanic. Like you only went to see it if you wanted to get laid. So <laughs> if you wanted to finger I saw bang three your times girlfriend that summer, and that did not get me laid at all, sir. So <laughs> jokes on you. If you wanted to finger bang your fifteen-year-old Chinese stepdaughter, that's what you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just I said saying. We're it. done with those jokes. <laughs> with a Z. It's a tapping into the generation. My, my, my whole reason is I'm also going with Deep Impact, but just because of the hilarious Chappelle show, show skit <laughs> where, where where he's playing Morgan Freeman, he holds up the paper that just says, Asteroid heading for Earth, Black President's Fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was just one of those things, no matter how many times I saw just that skit, it killed me every single time. Well, well this will be interesting then. Yeah. We are we are split two uh, to two. Oh no, go oh I don't really want to go uh, to the critics. So Rotten Tomatoes, uh oh, no. Deep Impact has a critic score of forty five okay. and an That's audience really score good. of forty three. Okay. Armageddon yeah. has a critic score. Yeah. Not making this up. Thirty eight. Oh, <sighs> That's way too high. With a fan score of yeah. 73. Oh, fan score of 73. You know what that means. Yeah. Uh, so you tell us about we can which is better. Hell. <laughs> Make this our next user poll and yeah, we'll yeah. let's watch of the winner. Oh, yes! Oh, god damn it. Yes! <laughs> this is gonna happen. Do, they're gonna make us do fucking <laughs> oh, Armageddon just to piss me off. And we'll sing along with Armageddon too. You're literally just gonna hear a shotgun blast and a TV explode. <laughs> damn right. There. You're just gonna hear okay, so we'll, we'll do it at Coron's house then, right? Oh my gosh, what's going on in the living room? <laughs> I'm wearing that shit out. No, it doesn't. I don't like say this know. often, but can we please just move the fuck on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't think we're going to top that one. No, uh, that that is where I'm done, and I'm done. I need a cigarette okay. and a nap. I'm done. Um, so, <laughs> moving on from asteroids that are going to destroy the world. Um, have you guys heard of this thing called reality TV? What? Because this is going to sweep the world by storm, man. I'm telling you. And two movies totally predicted it. Which one did it better? Uh, 1998 Truman Show or technically a different year, but the same movie, 1999, Ed TV. Uh, and if you can tell me who starred in Ed TV, I'll pay you a dollar because I had to look it up. Is it Matthew like, McConaughey? I think they remember that movie. Yes. Who plays his brother? It's a fun one. Uh, fuck. They play first years later. Chris Woody Klein. Harrelson. I don't know. Uh, was, uh, no, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson's brothers. What? That's yeah, weird. I forgot about that. Fuck. Yeah. 
so Truman Show, obviously the Jim Carrey project where uh, uh, a baby is adopted by a TV network and his entire life takes place on camera. Uh, NTV is a little more grounded. Uh, a guy signs up to have his life taped uh, 24 hours a day and broadcast on a reality TV series called True TV. Not making that up. Uh, Did CBS yeah. not sue the pants off them? <laughs> <clears throat> A1 was hot garbage. Truman Show was like epic for its time. It was one of the best movies that year. Like that's when, you know, it was before Adam Sandler went serious. It was like Jim Carrey being a, an actual, like really good actor. So that's back before he lost his fucking mind. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He lost it pretty hard. Yeah, he's completely off the fucking deep end now. But no, that's back when he was still awesome. So yeah, Truman Show all the way. There's no, there's no contest for that one. Yeah, totally agree with you. Yeah, what yeah, he Truman said. Show. Okay yep. then. Fuck you, Ed TV. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> and then, I, I'm really, look, I'm kind of impressed that I even remembered McConaughey was in that piece of trash. I am too, and I owe you a dollar apparently. I hate Ed TV <laughs> because every time I tried to pirate episodes of the TV show Ed that I loved, it kept popping up with Ed TV. <laughs> so fuck Ed TV. Uh, you have to type that one in very carefully if you're looking it up on um, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> Truman Show, uh, critic score 94, user score 89. What's wrong with you people? Uh, Ed TV, which you have to type capital E, capital D, little T, little V. <laughs> All is one word or it will not show up. Uh, critic score 64. Way too high. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. User score, 30. Still way too high. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so we move up to 2006. Uh, forget asteroids. Forget reality TV. Forget bugs. Mm-hmm. This is the year it's all about magic. Ooh, magic. it's magic. We have The Illusionist and The Prestige. Both in 2006. Which one was which? Which one had Ed Norton and which Ed one? Ed Norton had... was the illusionist. Uh, Prestige was the um, um, Wolverine to Batman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh Jackman and um, Christian Bale. Yeah. I mean, I remember liking both, but the Prestige is the only one I would want to go back and watch again because of Tesla and all the other crazy shit that was there. I just thought it was cooler. Uh, the conversation I had with. John and I were talking about this last week after the show, the conversation. Uh, after I saw The Prestige, I was really glad I saw um, that it was just one of those situations where it was like, thank God I saw the mediocre one first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I feel like after if I'd seen The Prestige and gone back and watched The Illusionist, Yeah, I think the problem with the illusionist is it's it's more of a a love story where he's he's tricking people out so he can run off with the woman he loves. Where Prestige is one of those like usual suspect kind of movies where like the whole movie you're trying to figure out what's really going on and then they kind of reveal it and you're like, whoa, wait, what? And it's one of those movies where like you immediately want to go back. Oh, in my face was that. I didn't see it the whole time. Yeah, you wanna um, you leave the theater and you're so angry because you want to see it a second time. And there's a long line. <laughs> Thank you, Arnold. Yes. 
Yeah, I gotta I gotta throw my support behind the prestige as well. It had right. a, it had a fun hook to it that uh, when you get to the end, if you haven't figured it out, and a lot of people didn't, you're like, "Holy shit, that was pretty cool!" Now I want to go and see how how the trick mm-hmm. is done. Like literally, like I want to go see how the trick is done. It's Very deep nicely put. On a second, uh, it's, uh, it's we're a second. all wrong though, guys. God uh, bless. No, no, I'm, a... joking. I'm joking. Okay, thank uh, goodness. Illusionist got seventy three uh, critic score and an eighty three audience score. Prestige narrowly <laughs> seventy six critic score, uh, ninety two user score. And I don't trust magicians as far as I can throw them. I think they're all a bunch of fucking <laughs> closet weirdos. But <laughs> that movie was okay. You say that now, but is this your card? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Shit, David Blaine, you douchebag, <laughs> and you're not levitating. You're just standing out uh, in the middle of the street. You might have heard of me. My name is David Copperfield. <laughs> one of the greatest videos i've ever seen was that dude making fun of david blaine doing the street magic have you seen it he's like a low rent guy i don't remember like the guys are drinking something and all of a sudden he's got like jizz in his mouth and there's like his underwear's off and something else it's like two gay dudes we it's have the, very I'll different have porn hub viewing uh we have very I may, different maybe getting my videos uh, you're right yeah but i'm gonna try and find it too because that's the only time david blaine was ever remotely yeah. interesting we have very different uh recommended videos on pornhub that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> but you're all interesting you a the... deep impact tonight right? <laughs> oh yeah balls deep uh, impact guy from pornhub like did the no. pornhub takeover on snapchat today <laughs> What's his name? Like Wholesome Dave or something like that? He's like, I'll clean the couch. You don't have to worry about taking your pants off. <laughs> I'm sad I missed that. Oh, uh, it was hilarious. All right. 2009. Oh, man. Flanagan. Like it was yesterday. Yes. 2009 was the year of the battling <laughs> security officers. Yes. I love this. is going to be a great one. Observe and report mm. uh, with Seth Rogen yeah. uh, versus Paul Blart Malka. <laughs> uh, Flanagan. Uh, first of all, burn them both. Um, <laughs> but second of all, uh, if I have to really pick one, I've got to pick Paul Blart because Observe and Report was just mind-numbingly not funny. Like it was like offensively not funny, yeah, to the point like the point where he's like date raping in a fair. Yeah, it's it's not no. funny. It's not funny. And Paul but... Blart at least has a funny Indian guy and has a couple because <laughs> Paul Blart is basically diehard in a mall, but like with a really really out of shape Bruce Willis. And it's it's honestly if you look at it as a a. Die Hard parody, sort of in the way of like uh, uh, Hot Shots is to Top Gun. Yeah. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's not. No. It's not horrible. Like it's, it's observant report is just so unfunny. Like I, it makes me want to be a worse person when I watch it. Observant report <laughs> felt like a whole movie of like dead baby jokes, where like they're terrible and you might laugh at a couple, but at the end you just kind of feel bad. Yeah. I mean, everybody that listens knows my complete and utter disdain for all things Seth Rogen. So, yeah, <laughs> fuck him and fuck that movie. Um, I mean, I Paul Blart, I mean, not Paul Blart, fucking Kevin James is equally as terrible of a human being. But that movie was actually funny. And Jason Ellis is in it, so it was cool. If you want your mind blown, uh, first of all, it's 
2019 and the King of Queens actually still has a Twitter account and <laughs> they tweeted a picture they they tweeted a picture of Kevin James on the Iron Throne and it says uh, that he's the real king. And first of all, it blew my mind that fucking King of Queens still has an active Twitter account and hasn't yeah. had a new episode since, since like 2007. Um, holy shit. Um, but yeah, uh, that tells you the staying power of Kevin James and Paul Blart Malkoff. What's on the internet may never die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't understand. <sighs> uh, Oh, well, okay, yeah. Um, Observer Report got a 51 critic score and a 36 audience score. Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop got a 32 critic score and a 43 audience score. And also got a part two. Yeah, so, that's, that's, that's true. There's that. I mean, it's just as not good, but it's still, it's <laughs> still, it, I would put Paul Blart 2 ahead of Observant Report. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm just going to assume. I'm just scraping the bottom of, I've, I've scraped through the bottom of the barrel and I've hit dirt right now and it's, it's Paul Blart 2 and it's still better than Observant Report. We are closing in on the last few. Uh, this next one, we're going to change things up. This is not a sci-fi movie or an action movie. It's might be a horror movie, depending on, on your uh, point of view on life. Um, we have, from 2011, Friends with Benefits <laughs> and No Strings Attached. Oh. Um. Uh, I was going to read the uh, uh, IMDb plot synopsis for these movies. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, literally, it's, 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 it's the same thing rephrased. Uh, it's two people who uh, enter a physical relationship and uh, are bound not to have uh, anything uh, emotional get in the way. And then, hey, guess what? Emotions get in the way. Yeah, like I'm literally on I'm on the IMDb page for Friends with <laughs> Benefits, and it, the synopsis is generic romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah it's like word for word what it says no i'm just kidding but that's really what uh, it should say so it's basically would you rather watch ashton kutcher and uh natalie portman or mila kunis and justin timberlake uh mila kunis justin timberlake. yep jt all the way yep uh, i forget which one is which now, right now. friends with Honestly, benefits i, I believe okay. is uh jt Okay, okay. I, I literally I forgot which one was which. I'm pretty sure one was at least mildly funny. Like the other one with Ashton Kutcher and uh, Padme was just awful. <laughs> like it was fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm voting for the one that has Padme wearing only a uh, guy's shirt on the poster. Um, yeah, I like what I like. Well, such know. a fucking sellout. <laughs> Don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, burn them both. How's it go? Okay, <laughs> friends with benefits. Uh, got a both. sixty-eight. Uh, a curse score and a 65 user score. No strings attached, even though it's the same goddamn movie. Somehow we got a 49 curse <laughs> score and a 51 user score. Because so it's, it's fine. The in-sync effect. Justin Timberlake has a charm about him that just adds 20% to every movie. It's gotcha. a scientific fact proven by NASA and a, and a triple blind independent study. Well, like the the Timberlake one, at least has him like. What does he do? He climbs up on the Hollywood sign, and he's too scared to jump off, so they have to fucking like airlift him out. <laughs> I've never seen other movies, so I have no idea. Yeah, I find the other one's just, just dog shit. I mean, it's fucking. Uh, what's his name? Mila Kunis's husband. What's his name? Fucking. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. What the fuck's the matter? I think I just had a stroke. Oh no! Don't say that. No. <laughs> Do you smell toast? Oh no! Yeah, do you smell burning hair? No. Oh, what's the 
What's the other one? Ashton Kutcher. That yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just so average yeah. at everything he does. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, I could not determine if they had to CGI out his Kabbalah bracelet. <laughs> I think they did. I do remember something about that. Yeah, that I know they did for sure in that. What is it like that? Guess who? With yeah. uh, Bernie Mac or whoever yeah. it was, yeah, they had to that cinematic abomination. Yeah, that one. Ugh. Well, it's Kabbalah, anyways. <laughs> Ask Madonna. Yeah, some goofy, stupid Shit. religion like Scientology. Flashing the bullshit for yeah. about six months. Was it like a Livestrong bracelet, but it was a Kabbalah bracelet? It was like this red woven bracelet. Mm-hmm. That he just wouldn't oh, take definitely off. Child labor, then yeah. Yeah, so they were like, "Well, we'll just CGI it out and make it cost as much as a giant big summer tentpole blockbuster for a crap movie that no one's going to remember in six months." Why couldn't they have just left it on him? Yeah, Who I don't cares? know why it was that <laughs> offensive. Why don't you just give him All like right. three other bracelets to wear so that it just blends <laughs> exactly. in? Uh, all right, last one. Idiots. Last one. Bringing it home. Yeah. Uh, We have, from 2013, what I am pretty sure was uh, the same script that somehow ended up getting greenlit by two different production companies. Because it's, again, the same goddamn movie. (laughs) Not just similar premise, same goddamn movie. White House Down versus Olympus Has Fallen. Oh my god, yeah. Fucking amazing. I do remember that, and holy crap, yeah, they're the same thing. Which one's which? White House Down has... um, Tim Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Thank you. That one's hot hot garbage, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Olympus Has Fallen is actually mildly entertaining. They're doing their fucking third one? Yeah. Yeah, it actually looks halfway decent. I'm not going to lie. When the preview was on before John Wick 3, I was like, really? Like, I'm not going to go see it, but I'll watch it. Yeah. I was surprised by Olympus Has Fallen. It was the same director as uh, Training Day, so the action is pretty brutal. Um, White House Down felt like it was from the wrong decade. Like, it felt like it should have been from, like, 1993. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been like that. It should have had a poster, like, right after that Independence Day poster where the aliens are destroying the White House. Yeah, should have just been a follow up to that one. Yeah, yeah. I like I like when I look at Gerard Butler. I mean, obviously he was in Three Hundred, so I, he's a legit action star. You look at Channing Tatum, like dude, you dance in every movie you've been in. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a badass. So it's true. He's, All right, he's kind of not not a badass. Yeah, and again, uh, Olympus has fallen. Got not one but two sequels. Uh, it was followed by uh, London has fallen. <sighs> And it's coming, is it this year or next year? Uh, Angel has fallen. I mean, I'm telling you, man, if you're ever in a third world country and you're bored, uh, they're good movies. (laughs) They're good time wasters. I mean, they're they're a perfect example of the old school action movie where, like, that doesn't need to cost $150 million. It it can cost you, like, $30 million, and you can still turn a profit on it. And there's no real, no stupid, like, tertiary, like, love plot. I mean, there might be a love interest, but it's not... It's not going to be the focal point of the fucking movie, which yeah. is great. Like less, less women, more guns. That's what I always say. I call them dad <laughs> movies because I know, like, my dad's going to want to see that. Yeah, huh. he's got good taste. Movie. The yeah. Expendables <laughs> made a career out of that. Yeah, the ultimate deal movie. Yeah. What if you took uh, all right then. all of your favorite dad movie action stars and put them in one movie? 
three times. White House down nabbed a 51 critic score and a 62 audience score. Olympus has fallen 49 critic score, 66 audience score. There you go. That is the end of our list. So we, uh, we liked prestige. Uh, we liked Paul Blart, mall cop Dante's peak. Olympus has fallen. Truman show. Uh, I think we all, except for me said tombstone, um, a bug's life. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead to me now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Friends with benefits. Yeah. Uh, did we go Leviathan over abyss? Did I? Did yeah. I ever look no, back? we did. We did Leviathan. Le- Leviathan think, yeah. over abyss. Yeah. And we are jury's still out, waiting for you to decide the oh. impact or Armageddon. Uh, can I just say on that topic, just uh, to sway anybody, uh, if it helps. Uh, I don't know if it'll help. <laughs> that's just how we're going to close tonight is i'm just going to play the whole song because everybody needs more aerosmith i don't want to miss a thing um in in their lives i think uh, it won't sway anybody but i'm going to do it anyway can you play the acapella clip of them all singing leaving on jet plane uh i'm, I'm sure i could youtube horribly that. off key yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, if you're torn between the two of them, look up, uh, look up uh, the the meme of uh, the great asteroid event of 1998. It's this uh, this this girl has posted, and I'm sure it's fake, but I don't really give a shit. Uh, it's this girl that uh, she posts like, I need to write this like a, a paper for my history class, and this guy's like, Why don't you write about the great asteroid event of 1998? And she's like, I've never heard of that, and he's like, Holy shit, have you not? A bunch of like this asteroid was coming to Earth, and so we sent up a bunch of drillers, you know, to go drill it. And this and, and this, Aerosmith wrote a song about it, and we voted on it to be the world anthem because it made everybody so proud. And so, like, it's like it, like it, these posts go back and forth. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm totally gonna write about this." And then, like two hours later, she's like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. I'm not doing it justice, but if you Google it. Just Google the great asteroid event of 1998 and it'll pull it up and you'll laugh your ass off because it's so damn funny. That man is a hero. <laughs> the hero we didn't know we needed. <laughs> Trolling this girl for her high school kids, history paper. Kids are dumb. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, uh, and she even had Google and she couldn't figure it out. <laughs> dummy. You damn dummy. Ah. <laughs> Oh man! So I think uh, I think with that we covered everything on my checklist. Uh, we yep. covered Tip Jar. We covered New Martha. That was written down. Um, like I'm going to forget that. Um, and then the Twitter poll recap. We're going to do another poll. We're going to do a Facebook poll this time. Uh, if I can figure out how to do Facebook polls of uh, Deep Impact versus Armageddon, um, there is a wrong answer. There is a right answer. Uh, your quizzes will be graded, um, but. I think now we've gone through the checklist. We've gone through our topics. So I think that only means one thing. I think uh, that we all... I think we're about done here. No, 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 no. Oh, no, we're not. We got one more thing. Do we? Yeah, bud. What do we have? Torah does, apparently. What do we have? It's your birthday. Oh, it is. Oh, I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to say... Hold on, ready for this? I thought we were going to say, oh my gosh, we have one more thing to go, and I don't know what it is. Uh, we've got one more thing. Oh my gosh. Cashing in his money in the bank briefcase. 
<laughs> Brock fucking Lesnar. Alright, I'm out. <laughs> done. I'm done. I'm done now. I'm done. I'm done uh, doing that shit. Alright, yeah, it's my birthday. That's right. I'm 19 Happy years birthday, old. Happy birthday, bud. Hey, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Did you decide to spend part of your birthday? Yeah, no. I, at the radio station this morning, we uh, we cut off one of my legs to count my rings, and I'm 19 years old. Hey, that's how it works. That's how You'll it works. You grow back. You're I'm fine. like a tree. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, I'm like a lizard, so it's fine. That's um, <laughs> how why I have a tail. Um, so yeah, no. I, I'm I was proud and happy to spend part of my birthday with you guys, and I appreciate uh, um, everybody wishing me a happy birthday. Uh, Coron, I appreciate all the uh, the dick butt gifts today. Um, I believe you just got one during the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I have to check it because, uh, you know, I have to see. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. He, he sent me a gift. Look at that. You received a gift. What? There it is. <laughs> no, until, like you said something on the show because I'm, I never get on Facebook anymore. Well, that's so okay. I apologize. No, I don't, 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 no, no, don't apologize. It's fine. No, no, because you know what happens when Julian buys you a beer. <laughs> As established earlier on the show. Yeah, then he's going to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> or put my fingers inside of you. I don't well, know. that's I okay you. because you know what happens when I drink beers; my pants come off. So they get, yeah, his clothes get heavy. Yeah, it just it, yeah. it makes a natural like it's just natural fit. It's mm. like peanut butter and jelly. It's it's just it, it goes together. So <laughs> what was it on uh, Talladega Nights? He's like peanut butter and ladies. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and my junk and a dog. That's what how it goes together, man. It's. It was something like ch- chocolate and peanut or and uh, Chinese food. <laughs> I will come at you oh, like a spider it. monkey. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I maybe need to watch it again. Now all yeah. this talk about fan petitions and misery. Like I want to go watch Misery again because I'm like, <laughs> God, that movie. Like I've watched probably every major scary movie that you can think of. I've seen a ton of scary movies. Like, that movie still creeps me out. It's weird. It's just, it's unsettling. Mm. It's all too real now. The hobbling scene still just, ooh, gets me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, now that I've sufficiently been creeped out, I'm going to say the same thing that we say to everybody, to all... To uh, I want to I want to uh, good day good day to everybody on the show. Thank you, uh, Obi John. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Coron. Great show. I had a great time. I was proud to spend part of my birthday with you guys, talking about how nerds are stupid and we hate them. Um, <laughs> you know how much you love that. And uh, to all the uh, BM eaters that are listening to the show, uh, that will listen <laughs> live and listen. Uh, I, I was going to say to all the small brains, but to all the BM eaters, I think that's better. Uh, so to all the BM eaters out there, we uh, I can only say it one way, and it's the only way that I know how. It's how I was raised. Um, I guess I got to do. I, oh yeah, I was going to say I turned the volume up. I had it down from when I was. Um, Oh, no, no, we're not doing that, are we? Someone better be standing over a vent with a white dress on. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh, I've got like an anti-boner right now. I've got a double boner. Is that weird? (laughs) Weird. Oh. (laughs) All right, guys, until next week. 
fuck is a double boner? <laughs> got an anti boner. <laughs> <laughs> I've never held in a lab harder, Koran. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>